episode number 98. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So, wow, I got a lot of responses to last week's episode on allowing fear to run through you. I received emails and private messages, and even people in my real community where I live who listen to this podcast, they also commented on it. It must have really hit a chord. So, of course it did. Fear as I mentioned, is one of the most commonly and frequently felt emotions. We just may not be aware of it. But when expressed in the different forms fear may come in, it becomes apparent where it shows up in our lives. So I decided today to do a parallel show, not on fear, but on desire. The second most commonly and frequently felt emotion in human beings, in my opinion. But real quick, before I begin, in two weeks, I will be announcing the winner of the deck of consideration cards. If you haven't yet entered this drawing, all you need to do is leave an iTunes review for this podcast. It's so easy. It literally takes two minutes if you have the iTunes app on your phone or your computer. And if you don't, it takes another three minutes to download it. All of the instructions on how to leave a review are in the show notes. And if you are leaving me a review for this podcast, I encourage you to leave a review on any other podcast you listen to. The host will surely appreciate the effort you take to acknowledge them and acknowledge the value that podcast has in your life. I don't know if you have a habit of doing things like that, but I do. Like when I read a really good book, a book that, you know, really makes an impression on me, I try to find the author's email so I can send them a short note of gratitude. I realize the email may not reach them. More times than not, it probably won't, but it's okay. I know that I made my best effort to reach out and express my gratitude to them. And I feel good in doing that giving, even though sometimes I don't receive a response in return. Anyway, I have a really great story to share with you, something really funny. It's related to a holiday that we are going to celebrate in a few days here in Israel. And it's about a family costume that I have prepared for months. It's really funny, but it's not what I had planned to do for it this week. So I'm going to save it for episode number 101, because I actually have something already planned for next week. And then we have a special episode for episode number 100. Woohoo! Okay, so for this week, I'm going to share with you another aspect of the food cleanse that I am currently on. As I mentioned in last week's podcast, I am participating in a group food cleanse. And last week, I spoke about how much energy I was getting basically from eating cleaner and eating less and the fear I had about waking up too early in the morning. 
Today, I'd like to look at something else I learned while participating in this cleanse. You know, it's a food cleanse, but if you've ever participated in a cleanse before or you've ever done a cleanse on your own, you'll know that the cleanse is not really about the food. It's much more about the emotional work and your emotional being than it is really about the food. So yes, people who join the cleanse join because they want to get back into better eating habits and some want to lose weight. But for many of us, the power of the cleanse goes way beyond the food. And this is what I want to share with you today. So in the first week of this cleanse, it's actually a three-week cleanse, we were asked to cut back on meat and dairy and anything with sugar in it, except for like foods with natural sugar, like fruit, and any white products, like white pasta and white rice. Oh, and also caffeine, but I don't drink coffee, so that wasn't an issue for me. And so basically, it meant that I would be eating mostly fruits and vegetables, which is great, because while I want to claim to be someone who mostly eats fruits and vegetables, the truth of the matter is, I know I consume way fewer fruits and vegetables than I ought. And by telling me that I can't eat cheese or pasta or cookies, it basically meant I had little else to eat besides the fruits and the vegetables. Now, I've done many food cleanses in the past, and so I'm pretty familiar with them. I really love them because I feel like they help me get back on track with healthy eating and a healthy lifestyle. But this is what happened. I think it was like two days into the first week of preparation for the cleanse, and it was around dinner time, and I had cooked pasta for the kids for lunch, and there was like half a pot left over, and I went into the kitchen to get something to eat, and the pasta was calling my name. It was just like, you know, Shira, eat me. I don't want to stay in this pot. Come on, get me out. Eat me. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't quite like that, but I, I really feel like the pasta was calling my name. And I was staring at the pasta and I really wanted to eat it, but I knew I wasn't supposed to, but I couldn't get my mind off of it. So after quickly picking up the phone and writing to the Cleanse WhatsApp group for support, what I realized was all that was, was a stuck spot. It was just stuck on desire, stuck on wanting something that I knew I shouldn't or I couldn't have. But what is that really? What is desire? Desire is just an emotion, just like anger or frustration or sadness or resentment or anxiety or fear. It's just an emotion that is created by a thought. Now, in my instance, it was, I need that pasta or I want that pasta. And all that was, was a stuck spot. And when I recognized it as such, I knew it was something I could get unstuck from if I wanted to, and I did want to. And so this is what I did. I took myself through the stuck method. S, I stopped. 
I didn't leave the kitchen. I didn't go lay down on my yoga mat. I just stood there. I stared at the pasta. The pasta stared back at me. And I breathed. I don't know if the pasta breathed, but I was breathing. The pasta kind of looked dead, actually. I don't think it was breathing, but I was. T, I told myself I was stuck on desire. I felt that desire in my mouth, and I allowed myself to feel that desire without acting on it. You, I uncovered that I believe I need to eat that pasta in that moment in order to be happy, right? That was what I was holding on to. I needed to eat that pasta. The words I was saying to myself were like, you need to eat that, you must. But of course, when I stopped to investigate that thought, I realized I didn't need to eat that pasta. Need to eat that pasta? What, was I starving? Had I not eaten fruits and vegetables all day? I was fine. I was totally fine. I have been eating every single day of my life since I've been born, more or less. I was not starving. And I have plenty of enough extra fat on my body if I didn't eat that pasta right then and there. Was there anything else to uncover? Well, to be honest, I often find myself going to the kitchen when I'm tired or I'm looking to distract myself or I'm stressed, but I don't think I was experiencing any of those things. I was in the kitchen because I had to be with my kids. I wasn't looking for the food. The food was looking at me. I don't think I had any other thoughts in that moment. And so since that thought, I need to eat that pasta, wasn't really true, I was able to go straight to consider. I considered there's a difference between a need and a want. I considered this feeling of desire will pass. I considered nothing will happen if I don't eat that pasta. I'll probably actually feel heavy and gross if I do eat it. I considered a healthier choice. I considered sitting down with my kids and not eating, just sitting with them, just being with them. And so I chose some walnuts and cranberries and I put them in a bowl and I actually sat down with my kids. And as I sat there before I started eating, I allowed that desire of wanting to eat the pasta to run right through me. And it literally did. It passed right through me. Within seconds, I didn't have that strong desire anymore. In fact, I didn't have that desire to eat the pasta at all. It was so weird. I was so amazed by that. Like I literally watched something go from 100% real to imaginary. And this is something I really wanted to bring to you today, because I truly believe if you were to sit down and write the stuck spots that arise in your life in any given day, I believe they would fall into two categories, fear and desire. 
Now, you may be saying that anger or frustration or disappointment are the strongest emotions for you. But I believe that underneath all of those emotions, typically, there is some sort of fear present. And I also believe there is some sort of desire. Desire is like an urge. It's like a wanting, like you feel like you need it in order to make you happy and whole and complete. Let me give you some examples. Like the desire for an apology from someone. Have you ever been in a situation where someone did something to you and you just really needed them to apologize and own up for what they did, but of course they weren't going to apologize? And you just felt like they needed to in order for you to get closure? Or what about the desire for someone to explain themselves to you? Like someone is behaving in a way that is, you know, offensive to you and you feel like you need them to explain why are they acting in this certain way? Like why are they ignoring you or why are they avoiding you? Things like that. And you have a desire for them to behave a certain way. Or maybe you're a person who comes home from work every day, you're tired, you're stressed, and you reach for a drink to calm you down. That's another desire. And you may be doing this on a regular basis so that it has become an unconscious habit. You don't even realize that you are doing that action from a place of desire. Or maybe you're someone who has developed romantic feelings for someone, and that someone is not your spouse. And you have a desire to speak to that person as often as possible, or email them, or just be with them, even though you know it's the wrong thing to do. But you still have that desire. The feeling of desire is irresistible. It feels like a deep need. You must have it. Like your mind is totally attached to that thing. You need it. We all experience this in our lives in one form or another. So from my getting unstuck perspective, desire is an emotion. And just like every other emotion we experience, we have a few choices about them. We can resist feeling them, we can act on them, or we can allow ourselves to feel them. So if you've listened to my podcast long enough, you'll know that I believe that resisting a feeling and acting on a feeling don't get you too far. If you resist a feeling, it's going to come back to haunt you. If you act on a feeling, It's not going to extinguish the emotion. In fact, it's going to enhance that emotion. When you act out of a place of anger, you most likely are going to stay angry or get even angrier. The same thing with fear or frustration or resentment. But when you allow for an emotion to run through you, just as I spoke about in last week's episode, That's an entirely different situation. Allowing for an emotion to run through you doesn't mean acting on it. It simply means allowing the vibration to run through you. 
And you know what happens when you do? The emotion of desire begins to dissipate. It extinguishes. It disappears like magic as if it were never there. You really ought to try this. It's one of the most powerful and amazing things that exists in this world. Really, I truly believe it. To experience something as so strong, so real, so necessary, and then poof, it disappears. Now, this is not to say that the emotion may not come up again. It may. When I sit down to eat with my kids and they are eating food that I don't really want to eat, but I'm stuck on desire to eat it, I'll have to practice allowing that desire to run through me again and again and again each time the desire comes up. And by doing so, I feel like I'm building up new neural networks in my mind so that when I get stuck on desire in other areas of my life, and believe me, they show up often, I can learn how to allow desire to run through me without it controlling me. I really want to encourage you to try this, my dear friends. If you want, you can even purposefully set up an environment of desire quite easily. Just do this when you eat. You can even do this with something as small as a cranberry. Before you begin to eat, just notice if you have the desire to open your mouth and put the food in. And if you do have that desire, just notice it. Sit with it. Allow yourself to feel that desire. There's a very good chance that you'll be amazed that the desire may just pass. Yes, even the feeling of hunger from my experience can pass when you stay with it. And then you can put that cranberry in your mouth and notice what happens next. A desire to start chewing and you can just notice that. And then you can notice the desire to swallow And then you can notice the desire to pick up another cranberry because the nature of desire is when you act on it, you want more of it. It's really such an awesome exercise. I used to do this exercise a lot when I facilitated mindful eating workshops. It really can awaken you to the realization of how often we act on desire without even realizing it. We live our lives half asleep without noticing it. And when you do such a simple activity such as this, it wakes you up not only to noticing how you've been half asleep, but how you can choose to live your life more deliberately. And this, my dear friends, is the work we do in my online program, The Getting Unstuck and Living Deliberately Journey where we focused on just that, waking up to our lives and living them on purpose. So take a moment and think back to the last time you were stuck on desire. It could be something mundane like eating, and it could be something more serious like wanting to put someone down in front of others or having an illicit relationship or having some serious addiction. 
And consider, if you can, the next time you experience that desire to simply allow for the desire to run through you. I say simply because it is simple, my friends. It may not be easy, but it's simple. Desire does not need to control you. You have the power to get unstuck from desire. It's really your choice. It always is. So, my dear friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. I would love to hear your responses to this episode. Please consider leaving me an iTunes review, and if you do, you will be automatically entered into the drawing for a deck of consideration cards, which I don't know about you, because maybe you don't have them, but I am loving them and I use them every single day. And if you are listening to this in real time, the doors to the journey program close at the end of this week. If you are interested to join me and a small group of others practicing to live our lives deliberately and getting coached when you hit roadblocks, then email me as soon as possible. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.